Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to, oh I was going to say Drag Race. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum over Zoom and we're about to talk to a Drag Race all-star winner, Shea Coulee. I'm not going to lie, I haven't put makeup on for a while and I've put a really bad red lip on very quickly because I felt like I needed to make a bit of an effort for Shea Coulee. I'm regretting that decision now because the line is bad. It's a little underwhelming, yet slightly enthusiastic. I feel embarrassed for myself and I should have washed my hair. Hey ho. Shea Coulee is one of the most amazing drag stars from Drag Race. I watched them in season nine, where they famously lost to Sasha Fallure, but we don't need to talk about that tonight. But they did just win the All-Stars Season five, Shay was amazing. Shay is one of the best dancers I've ever seen in my life. Shay is a music artist and just a beautiful drag queen with so much generosity and sweetness, which for this series, if you did watch it, it got a little catty. And Shay managed to rein it all in with kindness and love. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. It makes me so happy. I've introduced it to my mum. Hey, bitch. <laughs> Hi, mum. Hey, bitch. <gasps> Yeah, no, there was a lot of hey, bitch, but I don't know. It's kind of more endearing when they say it, it's kind of really nice. Well, I didn't. I thought it was a little catty. I thought, what was the one that I didn't think was very good, Jessie? Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker was mean. Mum, one of our Jewish sisters. W- one of our Jewish sisters was quite mean. Well, it's a competition and they came here to win. As Shea Coulee says, I'm Shea Coulee and I came to slay. <laughs> Shea Coulee coming up on Table Manners. Shay Coulee, we are chatting to you on Zoom. Uh, you're in California. You've got glowy skin. <laughs> Mum's a bit disappointed you haven't yeah. got a wig on. Yeah, a little oh. disappointed. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mum. I need to know more about the whole look. Really. Oh, yeah. You know, we can go into detail. It's so much fun. Look, look. Looks, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are you, Shay? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, it's um, nice and early here in L.A. Just, like, got up. Got some coffee and, you know, just like prepared myself for the fact that I was going to be chatting with you today. I just have to say that I am such a huge fan. Your music has soundtracked so many significant moments in my life. 
I just love you so much and I am so glad to be here with you today. So thank you so much for having me. Honestly, Shay, coming from you, a winner, not only just a winner, fantastic artist, um, inspiring. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. And I've been so excited about this chat. And it was in the diary and they said, do you want, do you want, uh, the winner of All Stars Drag Race. And I was like, yes, I fucking do. And then, yeah, I'm just, honestly, I'm so touched. Thank you so, so much. Do you like the new album? Oh, my, uh, okay. Like, so let's just, like, jump in and talk about that because that seriously has also soundtracked so much of my uh, summer. I just have such a love for, like, disco, funk, dance music, and you just, like, nailed it on such a level, and just, mm, I could go on, I could go on. It was so, I love it. it this is supposed to be about you, actually. Okay, so hang let's... on a minute. Which one is your favorite? Okay. Pushy Jewish mother, Jesus. <laughs> I like the last one. That, like, literally was, like, we, I surprised my boyfriend with a trip for his birthday in July. He's a cancer. His name is Dan. He's also, he told me to tell you hello. Pardon, did you just say he's, he's born in July, he's a Cancer. Yes. <laughs> are you really into star signs? Yes, I am. <laughs> what are you? I'm an Aquarius. Oh, it's our star. Ooh. It's our best star sign. We're I Libras. get on well with Aquarius. Yeah. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes, I love a Libra. Oh. So back to Cancer Dan. Oh yeah. So we um, took him on a little surprise trip uh, to P Town, and uh, it was like. Me and him and some close friends who we had been, like, quarantining with for so long. So we took this, like, little trip, like, out to Provincetown on the Cape. And we listened to your album, like, all the, the, the entire trip. But, like, as it was, like, coming to a close, we were really listening to Remember Where You Are so often, you know, just, like, looking at each other. You know, when you're really sentimental and you have a group trip and it's, like, over, it just, like... I love that song. I just, it's everything. Thank you mm. so See? much. <laughs> just saying. Oh my God, stop. Just stop. This is about Shea Coulee. I love Not it. I love me. it. Because my mom is the same. I well, love Shay, it. Well, Shay, I just want to ask about P-Town because I watched a, a TV series called Hightown that was set in P-Town. Did you see it? No, I have not seen well, it. How would you define P-Town for Jesse, who's not seen the series? Is it where Splash is done? Yeah. Is it Cape Cod? It's Yeah, it's very Cape Cod, you know, so just like lovely like boating communities, all these. It's just, and it's... Uh, where a lot of like drag queens go and do like residencies and shows, you know, they have like a really huge LGBTQ presence and it's just like, yeah, because P-Town is like right at the very, very end of like the Cape. So, you know, it's, um, it's a really cute area and I have a friend who has a house out there and we, you know, normally visit every summer and due to quarantine my boyfriend was just kind of sad that he was going to miss it so we were like okay well we'll surprise him and we'll take him what's it like because i mean that sounds like i mean you're based in chicago mm -hmm. are you based in chicago that much anymore are you in la a lot now um this is actually my first time really being away from home for a significant amount of time since like March was when I stopped touring and went into uh, quarantine, which has honestly been low-key lovely because um, I've been able to, like, work and plant in my garden for, like, the first time in, like, 
years. So that's been really nice being able to just like get my hands in the earth and get all dirty and like grow things and harvest them. So you're based you're based in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I swear, so my favorite queens are in in Chicago. It's a good city, and you have the best food, and there's the, <laughs> there's this warmth and realness about Chicago, the Chicago lot. Is it quite an amazing place to do drag? And because are you from Chicago? I yeah. So well, I was born in Indiana. My family moved to like the southwest suburbs of Chicago when I was like six, and then I moved to the city to go to college and that's where I started studying like art and drama and got into like theater but uh Chicago is really great because I feel like there's just like a sense of community um I feel like if you have like a point of view people support you and want to see you succeed and do well and as long as you're nice and and kind to other people they will rally behind you and help you succeed and it's nice to belong in a community where you feel a lot of support but that's what's quite uh, what what I really loved about you on Drag Race you were always kind and supportive and I think you know there can be look they're doing an entertainment show there needs to be jeopardy I thought Cracker was very mean (sighs) Cracker isn't the meanest. <laughs> she wasn't the meanest, but I thought she was a bit mean. It's entertainment. It's so wild because, like, the competition is something that is, like, really challenging. And it brings out so many different sides of people. And I feel like there are some people who are become, like, really open books. Because I feel like sometimes we all think things that we would, like, never say out loud. And then sometimes mm-hmm. people get into that competition. They say things. And you're like... <sighs> Did that really just happen? But I honestly have, even before the show and after the show, have so much love for Miss Cracker. I know that she said that she's like learned a lot through watching herself in that process. And I think that it uh, served as like a really good like lesson for her to just like grow and like, you know, understand how impactful words can be. It's a very intense situation that show because they ask for us to be so varied in all of like the artistic things that they want us to do that it really it's it's such an experience but I just always in my mind like turned it into like (laughs) like a theater summer camp like that's where I was in my head you know for some girls it's like jail for some girls it's like boot camp and in my mind I'm like I'm just like at musical theater summer camp and it's just being filmed. That's where I am. <laughs> that sounds like my idea of heaven. Where is it shot? In LA? Yeah, it's shot in LA. So, you know, we're out um, here in the studios just making magic. Out, just like, out, it's wild because it's like out in the middle of nowhere, you know? And uh, we're just out there filming like from 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m. And then, you know, you go out and you see, and you're like, okay, well, I see the hills and they are dark and, you know, go back to your hotel and then it's a brand new day. You won season five All-Stars. And I think actually All-Stars is even harder than... Well, of course it's harder because people have learned, people have come back. The competition was insane. But also, I just kind of, I still am in awe of the fact that you all make your outfits and you have to, yeah, like you were saying, you have to be so all-rounded. You have to be funny. You have to do your makeup, right? You have to do everything. You have to dance. I mean, your dancing was phenomenal. You gave me so much Beyonce. It was insane. You must have come out dancing (laughs) when you were born because you... 
are the best dancer. Phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, uh, when I was like two years old, I won a dance contest at my family reunion. And I think that ego boost just sent me on a trajectory to just like <laughs> loving dancing and just. <laughs> Take me back to the family reunion where you're doing dance contests at the age of two because <laughs> I really love the idea of competition being like in your veins and your families, obviously, that you're doing dance offs at uh, the age of two at a family reunion this is uh, I want to know what the food was like who was there uh, you know whether there's any other fantastic dancers in your family. I'm okay so I'm sure I this family reunion was either in Mississippi or New Orleans because that's like where most of my dad's family is and I just and like I still have this memory it was like uh, um MC Hammers can't touch this. And it was just like a, it was like a family like dance. We were like in this like hall, you know, it was like a buffet. We had like the fried chicken and the greens and like uh, the black eyed peas, just all like the cornbread, all of it. And I just remember they like flipped on the song and they said that this one was like, you know, mostly for like the kids, you know, probably like ages 12 and under to like come and do like the MC Hammer running man. And I remember like sitting on the table next to my mom and like looking at my brother Robert doing it and being like, I can do that. And I just like ran out there and started doing the running man. And of course, like all the family was just all like, oh, look at the little baby out there doing the, the, that. Like I won from pure cuteness and like not from technique. I know that for sure. But, you know, that really was just like a really good ego boost, you know. So so growing up, who was doing the cooking in your family? Honestly, everybody had to contribute like everybody like probably by the time I was like eight or nine I was also contributing like it was just something that we did we were always like in the kitchen as a family like cooking preparing meals like sitting down at the table I just remember you know so many just like conversations and like teachable moments that happened around that dinner table and it's definitely carried over into like my love for cooking now because I love to throw down in the kitchen like so what's the Shea Coulee throw down Ooh, okay so okay um I make real good ramen Ooh. yeah because my dad he was um stationed in Japan when he was a marine in the 70s and like in that time, he just, like, really developed, like, a love for, like, Japanese food. So he also learned how to cook Japanese food and, like, same, like, growing up. So it's, like, it's a real, like, oh, Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese, wow. like, they're all, like, those are honestly some of my biggest comfort foods. Give me, like, a big old bowl of noodles. Like, mm, so good. So I make some great ramen. So tell me, how do you make your ramen? Do you do it with like a pork broth? Is that quite the traditional way to do it? Is it with a pork Yes, broth? like a pork broth. Okay, so I normally like to plan my ramen two days ahead of time uh, because I like to do the, uh, I know, I know. I do the um, the soy egg. So like where you marinate. So you, I'll, I'll like get my Instapot and I'll soft boil like six eggs. And then like I'll have a, a, a bag where I put a mixture of soy sauce, um, shoyu sauce, um, a little bit of miso paste, some garlic, salt, pepper, 
and then I put them in there in that little Ziploc bag and let them marinate for about 48 hours because then like it soaks up all that soy into the yolk and it tastes like very like cheesy almost. Do you take the shell off first? Yes, you yes, you take the shell off okay. first. Yes, and then you just put the egg um, in there to let it like all soak up. And then um, when I'm basically like making my broth, I'll just do like a pork broth that I get from the store, but then I'll go and like saute some really nice little like pork loin, like some really slim cut like uh, pork loins. And then normally it's just like a bunch of veggies. I like um, green onions, garlic, ginger, and uh, yeah, some more miso paste with some water and uh yeah you let those noodles soak in there and like a nice like steamy instapot and then you put it all together with the egg oh, oh it's beautiful i'm gonna make those eggs they sound fantastic they are everything i'll send you the recipe they're everything yeah, i love them do. it's the best part it's the best part so so your dad introduced mm-hmm. you to that Mm-hmm. Kind of, and, and and did he teach you about how to do the eggs? No, the eggs I learned on my on my own. But uh, yeah, because that's like that's like a, he he would just like use like a regular egg. But I once I like tasted like a soy like marinated egg, I was like I'm mm. obsessed with this. So <laughs> I was like I need to learn how to do this. So how many brothers and sisters like were around the dinner table, and was it a kind of madhouse? Or like, I love the idea that you were all getting stuck in, and my mum would never let me near the kitchen because she knew that I was just going to like sneak <laughs> bits of food. And there would be no dinner left to serve up, but she was very much like didn't want to like you know the romantic idea of you know making cakes and breads with your mother and father, mm-hmm. and it's all. It was none of that. It was my mom like batting my hand away. <laughs> so I would, yeah, I, I want to know what's like a memorable meal that your mom or your dad made. Okay, so um, brothers and sisters, I'm the baby of five total. So I have two older sisters and two older brothers. And so it was really a lot of us like... My role when it was, because they're so much older, so when it was all of us, my role was like mostly setting the table. But when it was just like me and my two sisters, because my brothers were much older, like, sorry, that was like a really loud motorcycle. <clears throat> when it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like <laughs> downtown LA. Um, when it was like me and my two sisters, we that's when I would be, you know, in charge of like boiling the water for the pasta, making the salad. Oh, I made such a good salad. And then also like breakfast was the one thing that I was really good at. But my for my mom's meals, especially the ones I remember the most, like where she grew up, she had like this Italian family that lived behind her and she worked at their grocery store. So she made really good, like, chicken cacciatore, like, oh my gosh, like, ooh, so good. Or her chicken parmesan, also really, really, really good. Um, And then, like, for my dad, I would have to say it would probably be, like, a ramen or a stir or a a fried rice, like a pork fried rice. Like, he was really, he, he had, like, this big wok, too, that he would, like, be making fried rice in, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know, I mean, how long have you been doing drag for? I have been doing drag, I'm 31 now, so I have been doing it for nine years. It was nine years in July. What made you do drag? And also, who is Shay Coulee? Who is that woman that you've created? What was she about? Where, where does she come from? I love that question, um, because it's worded in a way... In, 
that I feel like I've never really been asked before. And I think one thing that um, really helped to make me want to try drag was A, seeing RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time and being like, wow, that's really, really cool. But also leading up to that moment, I felt like there are many artists who have like a muse and uh, I was a performer and I also studied costume design. And a lot of times I would be like doing sketches and designs of costumes for shows and my professors would be like I don't know like who would wear that and I would always be like I would wear that like I'm like that looks fabulous what do you mean I would wear that and it became it got to this point where I wasn't having the opportunities to like create these like looks and these visions on this like beautiful black glam muse that I like saw in my head and it just like it was like I saw Drag Race and I felt like I had this like need to express myself and this vision. And I was just all like, I guess I'll just be my own muse and I'll, I'll take on that persona and I will build that creature, that beautiful woman, that goddess, like within myself. And the, the great kind of like psychological change that happened through those experiences of me embracing femininity taught me so much about the power of femininity, the power of feminine energy and how unifying it is and how just like, I just could go on and it, it, it led me on the journey to understanding my, you know, gender non-binary identity just through expressing myself through drag, it opened up so many different avenues of my personality and my identity that I didn't even know were there. It's just such a beautiful, A, artistic expression, but like B, a, a social examination of one's own understanding of gender roles. So Shay Coulee is non-binary as a person. Mm -hmm. So is Shay, mm -hmm. were you born with the name Shay? Okay, so um, Shay is actually my middle name. My my my. Okay. So my name is Jaren on my my birth certificate. Good old Jaren Shay, um, but it's spelled it's actually Swahili and it's spelled K Y E I. So I just changed the spelling so that when I was like doing amateur drag shows at the bars, the like, you know, drag queen could have an easier time reading <laughs> what it was. But Shay is like what my family called me like in my house, you know, like to the outside world, I was like Jaren, but like at home, kind of in my safe space, I was Shay, you know, that's you know, what they called me. And so when I was like thinking about doing drag, I was like, okay, well, I just want something that I'm already familiar with. And I was just like, I feel like Shay is just a, and it means beautiful boy. So I thought I was just like, it's a really great, great name to you. So um, I went with that. Um, and how, you know, you said you finished touring in March. Yes. Was that for your music? Um, so that was actually, I was just on tour um, doing mostly just appearances, promoting the like upcoming season and things like that. So that's where we were before things went into lockdown. But I was hoping that this spring, actually, that I would be out touring more music, but that hasn't happened. So 
I'm hoping that in 2021 I can get out there. Um, Join the club. I know. know. But thank Thank you you. for at least giving us a beautiful album during this time of lockdown because we needed it. Well, that's really sweet. But it is such a frustration, isn't it? Like you, Mm -hmm. you know, you're the winner of also. You you have Mm -hmm. this kind of momentum and all of this, and you can. And then it's like, oh. Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to go anywhere. I'm not allowed to get sweaty with anybody. Yeah, it's all, it's very grounding, both literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so tell me about, Chicago has such a good food scene and you seem like you're a bit of a foodie. Mm -hmm. That Kobe beef. Well, you can get, yeah, you can get Uh that other places too. Yeah, but I, my daughter did a, a TV series, the other daughter, in Chicago so I went there and it was the weirdest night so she took me to eat and it was a nude cycle race <laughs> oh my god you were <laughs> protest and everyone was naked on bicycles they do it every year they the do rest. it every it's year it's such a thing in yeah. Chicago the naked bike ride oh yeah my god, I nearly died <laughs> we're sitting there and I've never seen anything like it in my life you probably weren't the only one the best meat I've ever eaten in my whole life that's what she it said wonderful <laughs> sorry yeah best meat I've ever seen and eaten <laughs> do you do the naked bike ride no um I don't I'm much more a bike with my clothes on kind of person but I do cheer them on when I see them (laughs) Um, so where do you eat in Chicago where is the place that I should go on a date with you in Chicago oh my gosh okay so this place is like I love it because it's so small and intimate it's called Vincent it's in um, Andersonville which is just like you know kind of like north of downtown and like north of like kind of like the Gold Coast kind of like fussy areas but they have all these really nice little restaurants and bistros and I absolutely love the menu at Vincent they just like nail it they have just like the the cocktails are amazing the ambiance is wonderful the staff is really really sweet and it's perfect date night candles everywhere it's so cute I love that place what's what's your cocktail of choice Shay? okay so I'm I really like a cocktail with like an egg white oh like, like I love like a nice pisco yeah like a pisco sour or um gosh I mean they they have one there that's like um I want to say it's actually like a gin drink that has like orange bitters and something else in there and they put like a nice little frothy egg white on there I'm just like giving myself a little frothy mustache when I have a drink (laughs) you love an egg don't you Shay. I do. I love an egg. Like, I'm just all, I, like, honestly, I really do. Like, when I think about it, when there's like a burger and there's an option for an egg on it, I'll be like, yeah, throw an egg on it. I'm like, have a cocktail. I'm like, yeah, put an egg on it. I'm just like, everything, I'm like, put an egg on it. But it's it's funny because I've seen the fried egg on a, on a burger before, but I've never really taken to the idea of it. But I do love eggs. Maybe I'll try it just because I love you so much. <laughs> um, I want to know what your uh, kind of mum and I disagree on how we word this. Your desert island meal, if you were going somewhere for a very long time and you were not going to eat your favourite food for a very, very long time. You've got a starter, a main, and a pudding of choice, with a drink of choice. Um, go. Ooh, I'm going, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go with um, oysters as my starter. 
any particular place you've had fantastic oysters and how do you do yours and please can you tell me because I'm still learning the um, the etiquette of how you to eat and enjoy an oyster the best way um I will have them raw and I like to just like take the little fork and put just like you know a little bit of like Worcestershire on there and uh, little horseradish and like if they have like the nice little like vinegar kind of topping I'll like dab a little oh, bit of that in there and then, yes and then just right down do you do you chew yours I do chew mine and I know that like the proper etiquette apparently is that you're just supposed to swallow it but I enjoy I, I I'm a texture person where like some people are sensitive and like don't like textures I actually enjoy the textures of food so I want to experience that for a while before I swallow it I you know what but my really good friend Liz she's Australian and she grew up um, just shucking oysters she'd eat so many she'd get a bad tummy but she always chews them so I went out for dinner with her the other day and I was like, how do we do this? Because I like, I like everything. But oysters have always been something that I feel like I need to learn and understand and appreciate. And she was like, you, you chew it. Like, you've got to mm-hmm. chew it. And actually, it was far more pleasant chewing it. My mum is very not into oysters. Couldn't I totally get you on that one. <laughs> okay, so that's your starter. Yes. What's your main? My main would be... Ooh, ooh, yes. I'm gonna do like a half chicken with like some polenta and like roasted vegetables like carrots, shallot, some like asparagus. Yeah. Um yeah, probably that as like my main. Do you like wet polenta? Uh-huh. Like some cheese in there too. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, so that's like that's where. You, is there any particular place that you have your chicken from um, that you absolutely love? Kind of like a half chicken. I would say that place, Vincent. I was telling you about. They have a really good half chicken. They oh, also yeah, have a really okay. good pork chop too. Oh, that was really nice. Um, so yeah, probably like a little half chicken moment. And then for dessert, I would probably do um, froyo. Ah. With all the toppings? Frozen, which flavor? Okay, so I would probably do a combination of Euro tart and cheesecake. Because I love how tart the Euro tart is. I love how um, nice and rich the cheesecake is. And like combined, they're like together with like strawberries, blueberries, dark chocolate, coconut, and then like, um, ooh, maybe a little bit of like pretzel. Or like a little bit of salt. Wow. You know what? The only thing that frustrates me about uh, froyo toppings is that you get past the top and then you need a whole load more of toppings again. Yeah, it's a bit like parmesan <laughs> on your bolognese. Bit, that, yeah. bit like parmesan. Yeah. So it's it's slightly stressful. It's kind of like it's so brilliant, but you know you're only going to really really enjoy the top. Jesse, I don't think we'd have good froyo in no. England, do you? No, we don't. That's our problem. Whereas I would have that every dessert, I think. Mm, it's just like so It's so good and it's a better for than ice cream for me because it's not yeah. as gloopy, is it? Heavy dairy, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Where do you get yours from, though? Which ones do you like? Which one's the best to get? Um, there's this place that's like um, probably like a 10-minute walk from um, my apartment called Forever Yogurt. So shout out Forever to Forever Yogurt. Yogurt. 
Okay, fine. So we'll okay. Forever yogurt will constantly now give you forever more free froyo. Yeah. Yes. And what's your drink of choice? Um, you know what? Honestly, like after a nice meal like that, I would probably just have an espresso. An espresso. What are you having with the wine? Are you having wine with your meal? Oh, you know what? If uh, so, okay. So during the meal, like during that meal, I would probably enjoy like a nice like Sauvignon Blanc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I want to know, did you all socialise when you weren't working? Would you all have dinner together after? Or were you just like, I've had enough of you. I've had bloody 13, 14 hours of you. I need some space. And would you just be having room (laughs) service? I just kind of want to understand because you've seen such a unit. Yeah, we, um, after filming, we would just go back to our hotel rooms and then they would just give us menus of like where we would be ordering from and they actually don't really allow us to socialize because they want all of our interactions on camera to be organic and if we're having like interactions and building relationships outside of that things can like change that they can't like explain on camera people can become close or people can like you know have a fight and then like the next time you see them in the workroom there's like things that have like transpired that they can't like explain in the story so we're not really allowed to like hang out we just like see each other in the hallways and we're all like all right good night girls we go into our hotel room <laughs> that's it and like and and that was okay like you kind of accept that because you're like this is a competition and this is entertainment well on the weekends like on the weekends like in between like episodes like because like we would we would like pretty much film like two to three a week and then like on the weekends we would get time where we would be allowed to like socialize like by the pool in the hot tub for like an hour or two hours and then we would like kiki but like the thing that was important is that we just weren't allowed to talk about the show we just had to like talk about our real lives which was actually great because it was an opportunity Mm -hmm. for us to just like you know think about the outside world and and talk about what's going on at home and stuff like that. So it was those those times were cute, hanging out all of us at the pool in the hot tub <laughs> at the hotel on the weekends. Have you got a best friend, a best queen friend? Oh my gosh. It's so hard because I really do love so many girls, but I would say like, like yeah. um, uh, 
oh gosh, I just, oh, I, I love so many. I love uh, my season nine sisters. I love Sasha. I love Trinity and I love Peppermint and uh, Pheromone and I love Latrice Royale. Like, like it's actually Pheromone's birthday today. So Aww. I'm going to go in and, and try and say hi to her and wish her a happy birthday. Oh, um, nice. But I, I, I really do. I love so many of these girls. How has it changed? I mean, your life obviously has changed since doing Drag Race and also mm-hmm. winning it. I mean, has your fame, has it been quite a change and, and, and scary or, or is it kind of, it's manageable? I'm such a true like Aquarius. So like I'm like an air sign and we tend to be like really like head in the clouds kind of people. So um, in that way, I feel like it <laughs> it has this really weird effect of allowing me to like rise above like what is like all this attention and still like focus on um smaller things at home like i really i really am a person who still loves the little things like gardening and planting and i don't the the quote unquote fame is more so I feel like how other people feel versus how I feel. Nothing I feel like inside of me has like changed. I'm still the same person that I always have been. And um, I'm just really grateful and glad that now a lot of people like love and respect and appreciate my work because, you know, it's always hard putting yourself out there. It's like really vulnerable sharing, you know, your work and your art with people because it is being judged. But just knowing that there is a lot of support out there is like really lovely and makes me feel just over the moon. Have you used your voice, your fame as a platform for more equality, gender equality, black lives, all of those, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, and, and the thing is, like, I've always been um, really politically vocal about just things that I want to advocate for, you know, and it's it's nice now that people listen to me because I used to just be out there on Facebook and Twitter shouting about it when no one really cared about what my opinion was, so it's nice now that um, I have a platform to be able to speak openly and candidly about what I feel is important, you know, especially now in American politics where we have an election that is coming up so soon. My God, what's going to happen? I, who knows, you know, this year has proven to be one of the most unprecedented ones that we have ever seen. And I am hoping that we can create some positive change by electing a president who cares about the American people, about all of us. And I, we all know that's not Trump. <laughs> so we really need to, to rally in hopes that we can elect Biden into office to help reverse some of the crazy damages that have been done. We, uh, it's shocking because we thought that he couldn't do that much damage in four years and let alone look at the damage that he's done to oh. the American people since March. You know, we have like 190,000 people gone and counting. It's scary and we need we need a major change because i it's it's so it's such a tense moment in time to be in american right now and uh 
I'm glad that I now have a platform to be able to speak on what I find really important. Don't worry, we've got our own shit show here. So. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you been to England? I love England. I am a huge Anglophile. Like, I love London. Could you bring your show here? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so where would you perform? Oh, my gosh. Well... We'll be on the front row, of course. You know what? Let's just book the Roxy Girls, and we'll see you there. Ah! Uh, you could come on tour with me, Chef. Let's do it. Okay. Warm up the fucking yeah. Let's do it. Yes, that would be iconic. That would be yeah. the most iconic, imagine, legendary, just. Uh, well, you could definitely meeting. make some guest appearances. Oh hell yeah! You could help me with my contour, babe. My contour. my stage makeup. Oh, oh hell you with your costume, yeah. darling. Oh, we can have like a full on kiki. Let's go, Jesse. Let's go. <laughs> can I? Can I ask how long did it take you to get amazing at your makeup? Because it, it's so phenomenal and. I do my makeup on tour. I mean, it's it, I'm not I'm not doing the makeup that you're doing, but like I don't seem to improve that much. But you are phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. who taught you, and who did you like? Who were your kind mm-hmm. of faces that you were inspired by? Um. So for me, it really just started because like I had some knowledge of like what they consider called like corrective makeup um, from. Uh, doing theater costuming because I took theater makeup as well. And so I, I, I knew a few techniques from there. And then I like used those and then started to like look up tutorials on YouTube and seeing how people were doing like glam makeups. So I was uh, kind of figuring out like how to combine those techniques and then just like watching other drag queens when I would be able to like see them and be like, okay, what are they doing? That's that's one thing that I love about being like a working drag queen and being in these dressing rooms because everybody, you know, like makeup, mm. it it applies so many different techniques. There's so many different ways you can go about painting this canvas. So seeing so many different people and how they do it like sparks ideas for yourself. And I feel like um, one of my one of my favorite books was um, Kevin Aquan's like glam oh, makeup yeah, book from the '90s because my cousin Jessica had it, <laughs> and so um, I always just kind of tried to like reference that, and then just like as I got comfortable with just like a nice kind of like glam face is when I started to like play around with like different colors and like glitter and like those types of things. Cause that's because it can go scary really fast, you know? (laughs) Do you wear makeup every day? Um, no, I, I wear makeup only when I feel like I want to like put some makeup on. Normally I just like to like just slather on some like luxury skincare and let that be that. (laughs) Someone said to me one time, they're all like good skincare is good makeup. And I was like, say no more. (laughs) But see, that's what Jessie likes, the natural look. mm -hmm. And I absolutely love the drag queen look. I love the big hair and I like very red lips, lots of eye makeup yes and I would that would be my normal yes. look 
I have to tone it down a little. <laughs> well, like, also, you know, it really depends on my mood and, like, where I'm going. Because, like, if I'm around the house just, like, chilling, it's just going to be, like, tons of skincare. But, like, if I'm, like, going to go out for some dinner and drinks, you know, I'm going to throw a little bead on, you know, carve a little eyebrow, throw just, like, some, like, mascara and, like, a little bit of liner and a nice little, like, nude lip gloss, like, little dewy bronzer and like highlighter on the cheeks oh, just to look nothing better than a bit of dew yeah you've got a yeah. lot of dew at the moment oh, <laughs> yeah you're like you're looking <laughs> so dewy yeah i love it is your boyfriend in the business as well um so my boyfriend and i actually like he's like my co-manager he like helps me with like all like my bookings and everything like that but then he's also like my artistic director because like we um, <clears throat> we met just like in the nightclub, but like once we started hanging out and we were like friends at first, um, it was just like, <clears throat> I feel like our attraction was almost because of like our creative ideas and just like, we would just like express things and like have these like deep artistic conversations and we were just like, wow. Like, I was like, this boy is just like, he's major. And like, I don't know, it just really burst into this beautiful relationship and romantic relationship. And we've been together for, it'll be four years in January. And I just, I adore him. He's just so wonderful. Do you live together? Mm -hmm, we live together with our little Pomeranian baby. Oh. What's she called? What's he called? Uh, what, oh, her name is Baby. <laughs> oh, I know God. it's obnoxious. No, no one puts Baby in the corner. Yes, she's such a little sweetheart. She's such a little ham. She's so cute. I just love her to pieces. I want to know, well, I've got two questions. I want to know how the fuck does my song get to be lip sync on Drag Race? That's dry. I really feel like... It would be a fantastic moment. Um, Hello. Second. <laughs> RuPaul. Yeah. Yes, this is Shay. Hey, girl, how are you doing? Um, really quickly, can you get Jesse Ware to be on um, the lip sync song this season? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Done. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> Done. Uh, thank you, Shay. And then, secondly, what is your karaoke song? Ooh. Well, I feel like you've had to do so many lip sync songs, but karaoke, different. Karaoke, I like to do um, Missy Elliott's One Minute Man or Independent Woman by Destiny's Child. Ooh. <laughs> both very... Excellent, strong <laughs> attitude. I love yeah. it. No one's ever said those ones either. I like it. Shay, do you have dinner parties? Oh, yes. Like, love, 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 love having people over for dinner and cooking, especially this past year was doing them a lot more before we went into quarantine because we moved into a place with like a really huge, gorgeous kitchen. And I was like, I have never really been good at baking. And I was like, I'm going to start to bake. And I learned how to make an all-butter vodka crust blueberry pie with a lattice top that will knock your socks off. It will knock your socks off. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because Babe, the vodka... that recipe. The vodka, it, like, it evaporates out because you replace the water in the crust recipe with it. So then when you bake it, it just gets really flaky. It's really beautiful. I've never... Whose recipe is that? I got it just, like, offline. I think it was, like... Yeah, I don't know where I found... Oh, but you know what? I Because because I um, was looking at the butter... The all-butter recipe, and it was, like, on, like, the New York Times. 
And then I saw like people in the comments talk. Someone was just like, "Oh, if you ever want to flake your crust, try vodka." And I just saw that comment. I was like, "That sounds cool. I'm definitely gonna try that." Oh yeah, it's a thing. I've just looked. Yeah, it up. see. So the vodka makes the pastry flakier. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. That's a very good. Would you, would, you, would one call that a life hack? I don't know. It's verging on yeah. a life hack. Yeah, it like, depends on how you like your crust. You know. I like it flaky. Yes, yes, me too. But then also, I don't mind a little soggy at the bottom too, because then I just feel like it's got a little. Uh huh. I don't mind. I like a bit of both. Exactly, but Perfect. there's that. There's still that little bit of water that is in the vodka that helps it keep that nice little dense layer, like on the bottom, where it's still. So yeah. it it just That's like it gets, it's perfect. It's so good. Um, Shay, please, when I'm in Chicago next, please, can we meet? Oh my God, yes! Please, next time you're in London, please let me know. It's such, it's been so amazing watching you from season nine, but also All Stars being the winner, but also just, you are so kind and warm and generous with your drag and the way that you kind of conduct yourself and you offer yourself to everybody. And I, it was a joy to watch you. It's so wonderful to speak to you. I think you're so inspiring. And uh, thank you for doing Table Manners with us early in the morning. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. It's been a pleasure. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. lovely person i've been a fan of drag race for ages now and um that's the first drag race star we've had actually i mean obviously shay is more than just a drag race star even though that's a huge acclaim but it has so much going on and it was just really lovely to chat to them about everything and i'm going to try and do those soy eggs that's a really nice idea isn't it the vodka pastry the vodka pastry is a genius idea yeah makes it more flaky thank you Shea Coulee and anybody who wants to well just go and watch the new All Stars Drag Race series they're brilliant yeah I thought I'd managed to miss bedtime but they seem to still be running right so I better go and put my kids to sleep bye see you Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.